And last season, the Warriors were certainly a hot team to follow. Cameron George would have been watching pretty eagerly as the CEO, I would imagine. It was a huge season, and I guess now it's about reaping the rewards, heading into 24, building on that success. And the question for you, Cameron, as I welcome you in, is how do you go about doing that? Yeah, thank you for having us, guys. Um, look, it's a lot of hard work. Uh, we just got to go, go to work again and train harder and harder and work harder and harder in the office. Uh, we take nothing for granted. Uh, we certainly haven't been in the position we're in for many, many years, if at all. And, um, you know, we're all privileged to be here. We just want to be bigger and better in 24. Well, it was an amazing year last year, Cameron, uh, the rise of the Warriors and the support that you garnered, uh, garnered over there. It was uh, fantastic and um, everyone just seemed to be on board. Um, what's the feeling like this year uh, in terms of corporates, uh, anticipation of sellouts? Um, and you've got to win, I suppose. That's the big thing that people want to see. Yeah, you're right, um, Laurie. So leading into this season, we haven't seen the numbers in the corporate revenue we've got so far. Uh, we're sold out every game uh, corporate-wise for the whole season. Uh, our memberships are 300% up. Our partnerships and sponsorships were sold out of everything. Um, and we're heading off to Christchurch this weekend to play the West Tigers and we nearly sold out the stadium down there uh, for the pre-season trial. So uh, we've got about 15,000 tickets sold for the following weekend here at Mount Smart against the Dolphins. So everything's looking great off the field, but it comes down to one thing. And we all know that is that performing and winning and that's the expectation that we have to live with. That's yep. the one that we we want to we want to live with and we want to be a part of, but we've got to do it now. Yeah, that's the business, that's for sure, Cameron. What um, when you look at last season and how successful it was, what are the areas? And, and I guess I'm talking on field now. What are the areas that were the focus of this preseason to try and get you that one step closer? I think the reality is, mate, it's just hard work. It's just not taking it for granted and coming back more hungry, bigger and better and stronger and faster and uh, being smarter about what we did. There was games there last year we should have won and we just didn't. And we've addressed a lot of those things over the off-season. Um, what I think the, the message from Webby is that we have to be a lot, lot better, not just a bit better, a lot better to compete uh, any further into the season. Um, and, and it's just about that mentality of, we haven't done anything. We've got nothing in our cupboard. We got the third. We might as well finish eighth, you know. Um, so we want to win this competition. And to do that, as you guys well know, it's you just got to be so on every week and not taking anything for granted. Yeah. And does it feel different, Cameron, this time around? Because there's always been that highs and lows with the Warriors and the expectation of them being a, a club that'll that'll dominate because of the talent coming through and then you've dipped a few years. But all of a sudden, after last year, I don't know, there just gets a feeling, well, certainly here in Australia, that the Warriors now are set up for sustained success. Yeah, that's a good point um, you make. And, and, and I feel that the group this year have learned a lot of harsh lessons from last year, enjoyed the good ones, but have learned from it. And, and they understand what it's required now. And I feel there's a fair bit of consistency, professionalism, competitive edge, and a hunger that I've never seen before. And that's, as you touched on, we've sort of seen it occasionally, but now we're, well, I'm starting to see it more and more throughout every week at training and so on. And you throw the likes of Rog, two of us, a Sheck in there, Kirk Capewell, Chanel Harris-DeVita back into our squad. 
they all had the similar traits of wanting to win in everything they do, being competitive um, and being fit and hard trainers. And that just, you know, filters through the whole group and takes it to another level. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Roger, mate. How's he been back around the group? And has it taken him some time um, to get back into to league? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, they had to... We had to rewire him, I suppose, to come back in the league. And, and you know, he's he's in the centres this week, so it's a whole new position for him. And there's a lot of learnings there, as you guys well know. And um, But, look, his inclusion in the club in general is just massive for us. Um, you know, he's like a Laurie Daly in Canberra. He's like, you know, he, they're legends and they're people that just bring so much to your footy club. And without saying anything, his presence just generates energy. And um, he's such a good person and... You know, he doesn't want a leadership role. He was very cautious and conscious about that coming back to the club. He didn't want to dilute any of the leaders around the club with their responsibilities or anything. So what we're seeing with Rog now is just he's enjoying it because he doesn't have to carry that weight of the world on his shoulders. And, um, yeah, he's a very different footy player now to what he was just two years ago. Yeah, he's a superb player, Roger Tuovasa Shek, and if you can get the best out in him, that could be the difference between winning and losing. Uh, this year, but what about the disappointment of losing Adam Fanua Blake Cameron, um, <coughs> arguably the the best front rower in the game, um, and obviously there was a quick decision made there. He wanted to come home for family reasons, but he's got one more year to go. How's he looking? And in terms, because we've got a, a few text messages here about someone in line to replace him. How's that, that all going? Yeah. So, firstly, with Adam. Um Look, he's a person. He's a human being before any footballer. And that's the way I view our players. And I've got to make sure that they're, they're as happy and as settled as they can be off the park. Now, the circumstances he's confronted with, you know, I probably know clearly a lot more than anyone else because of my role with it. And um, it, there was no question to me. Um, you know, the release was requested and I felt like it was the right thing to do for him, him and his family. Second of that, um, you know... The, the fact that he, we sort of found middle ground, uh, that he stayed the extra year. The minute we spoke about that, he, you know, he committed to that. He was absolutely keen to show the club, the fans, the players that he's played with here, that, you know, these circumstances are out of his control. But you know, the solution is in his control. So we found middle ground, and we're all in a very happy state. And he's training well, mate. He's he's having a ball here. Um, you know, we've got good support around him and, you know, I'm looking for a big year for him this year. In terms of a replacement, well, that's a work in progress. We're always talking, always looking. Webby and Andrew McFadden are, you know, they've got their markers around the NRL and what players they like. And, um, you know, we've, we've talked about the Braden, Hamlin, Newellies and all those players. There's not many front rowers on the market. Um, um, you know, he's a quality player, but, you know, the, the decisions he's got to make is what he wants to do in the future and, we're just working through that, so there's no answer to that solution right at this point, but patience is the key for us. Have you done your season preview of the Warriors? No, Has they yet? finished third last year. I'm working my way up from 16th right to the to the uh, the Premier's Penrith. So we'll talk about the Warriors next week, no doubt. Okay. Any? Can you maybe just give a little bit of a fire a warning shot Cameron's direction is he should he be optimistic pessimistic ahead of your uh, prediction very optimistic I would have thought I think they're uh, well I think they're more advanced this year than what they were this time last year and I think they'll respond to being together as a, as a group they'll be more connected and I think that um, 
with that wave of optimism around, it'll it'll be how they handle expectation. If, if they're working hard, as Cameron's saying, for, for me, the Warriors, it's a no-brainer. They'll be there again. Uh, Cameron, according to one of our listeners, there are already 13 teams in Loz's top eight. So we'll just have to wait and see whether the Warriors sneak their way in there. Best of luck for the rest of the season. Good on you, guys. Thanks a lot.